at 848 on a uh, Tuesday morning. We have joining us now in our studio, Sam Temple from Northfield Public Broadcasting. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in today. You, you've you brought some, some help with you. Yes, absolutely. I, I, uh, I made mention last time I was on that we have a summer intern, and that was sufficient bullying to get her to uh, come on the air. So with that, I'd introduce uh, Emma, our summer intern. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. I appreciate Sam saying those kind things about me to get me on the air this time. So. <laughs> now, what's your last name, Emma? Conway. Conway. Okay, that's yeah. an easy one. Uh, give us a little background. We'll start off by talking to you. Uh, give us a sure. little background on yourself. You're you're an intern now, so we're presuming you're kind of in, in school or finishing up school? Or Yeah, yeah. So I'm a rising junior at UW-Madison in their School of Journalism and Mass Communications. And I grew up in Cannon Falls my whole life. So Northfield has been my second hometown. I grew up swimming on the swim club here, and my family would always come over to go to Target, go out for dinner, Mm -hmm. things like that. So it's been really great to see the community in a new light as I work for the city. Now, as you're working uh, within the uh, Northfield Public Broadcasting Division of the uh, city, what is your, uh, I guess, goal when you get out of school? What type of uh, education, what kind of job are you looking for when you get done? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I really enjoy connecting with communities. So I really enjoy writing feature stories, capturing events that are going on locally, and sharing great things that are happening that sometimes go unnoticed. So it's been a really great experience working for the city and be able to grow upon my previous communication experiences. All right. Have there been, uh, I guess, challenging parts yet? Is, is there the job uh, and what you've seen so far in it? Is this your first experience in this type of atmosphere? And what have been the challenges for you? Yeah. Um, so I've had two two previous internships before I started with the city of Northfield. Um, in high school, I was a reporting intern for the Cannon Falls Beacon. And in Madison, I'm the media assistant for Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. So those really gave me a great base of what communication skills I would be needing for the city. But at the same time, I've been able to learn a lot and grow in those areas. Um, I've been able to you know, face some challenges and learn things in a new way. Like I was able to design a media campaign for Localists, which is a community calendar where businesses can submit events and um, the community can go there and see what's going on around the city. And I've also been able to do press releases, which is something I've never done before, and then help Sam put together some videos for NPB and edit those, which I had some experience with, but I really got to grow in those areas and learn the software a little bit better. Now, as far as your schooling goes, do you are you do you like more of the journalistic and the writing part of it, mm-hmm. or more of the technical behind the scenes with the camera, the editing, and that type of thing? You know, I'm still kind of figuring that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, being a reporter and then having um, the media assistant experience and now being communications intern, I've really realized that I kind of love it all, which is mm-hmm. a blessing and a curse. Um, so I love journalism. I love communications and any way where I can connect with the community and share the stories that are going on through feature stories, through photos, through videos. I love doing all of it. So it gives me some flexibility for the future. <laughs> all right. Let's move things uh, yeah. back over to Sam. Sam, uh, you started this what, a year and a half, two years ago, something yeah, along that come line. Up two years in November. You were uh, part-time to begin with mm-hmm. and didn't have a staff, and now you develop into full-time. Mm-hmm. And now you've got uh, an intern working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
talk about what that allows you to do with your time. Yeah, it was it was amazing, especially someone with Emma's background where. You know, you had the experience with storytelling. You had the experience with making connections, and you're very skilled at doing that. So a lot of it was just making sure that you had the technical tools in place, whether it was, you know, the process with the press release, working with Claudia Garcia, our city uh, translator, Kara Trigstead, our communication specialist, making sure you had those connections, but otherwise your natural skills kind of fell into place uh, to let you take on whatever projects fit within your purview and your interests. Uh, so what that allowed me to do, and I know that what that's allowed like Kara Trigstad to do is hit some of the projects that we've been meaning to get to. Uh, I know for me, there's a one project is the Wanda Plater uh, video. We, we, I did, I interviewed uh, Wanda Plater who uh, has since retired from the city when I first uh, started with NPB and it was just never the most pressing video that needed to be edited and put together, especially when we hit COVID. Uh, it wasn't until Emma came on and suddenly that burden of programming was lifted just a little bit. It was lifted just enough that it allowed me to go in and then finally get that one done and get it out there. So again, that's something that I've been struggling to allocate the resources for years. Um, but because we had someone with Emma's skills and interests and willingness to just jump into these projects, kind of like this KYMN interview this morning, uh, <laughs> we've been able to hit some of those larger things that are very important goals, but just haven't had the resources until now. So all the growth that we've seen from my being full-time to the addition of Claudia's role and now her being full-time uh, to try and make this uh, internship process a more regular thing, uh, it, it really just opens us up to better meet all of the goals that we have as a department and as NPB. And it helps young people like Emma yeah. as well yeah. uh, in, in, as far as pursuing their interests. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's talk about NPB. Yeah. What uh, big projects do you have this month? Yeah, so... Releasing some big projects that I've been talking about for quite a bit here. Like I mentioned, uh, Wanda Plater, as a former city employee, she retired this spring, uh, and I got to sit down with her. She was one of the first people that I really met and got to know uh, deeply when I joined the city. Uh, so hearing about her life and what brought her to Northfield and her whole journey to get here, I think, is so important. So that's part of our Enterprising People series that we're putting together on NPB. And the goal with that is to get people aware of kind of the human face behind civil service, that the city isn't just this, you know, entity. Uh, it's a group of people. Oftentimes, it's a group of neighbors that live in and care about this community. Uh, so Wanda Plater is our first interview that's been released in that series, and I'm very excited to see to see more of that. Uh, but we've also had other videos released that are uh, all based around highlighting uh, people who either work or otherwise serve in the community, whether it's talking about board and commission excellence. We released um, a snippet of the of the um, video that we released during State of the City talking about our 2021 winner uh, for the Board and Commission Excellence Award. Later this week, we'll be releasing another snippet of the uh, Employee Excellence Award from this year's State of the City. Uh, and then we also have a recording of the Board and Commission Appreciation event, which took place uh, just this last month. So really what we've been trying to do this last month is highlight with gratitude all the people that make the city function, but also make the broader community function. And part of the goal with all this is there isn't 
this innate separation between the city and the people that we serve. There isn't this innate separation between government and the community because it's of, by, for the people. Um, and that's what I think a lot of the programming that we've been doing this last month has been really working to highlight. And where and when can we see this? Yes, yeah, so all of this is available on the City of Northfield YouTube page. Okay. Uh, so uh, you can find that by you know simple Google search. Google is uh, the owner of YouTube, so that usually helps with search results, uh, is making sure that things are up on YouTube. Uh, but you can also find it on our streaming site. That is npb.ci.northfield.mn.us uh, or on channels 180 and 187 if you own Charter Spectrum. Uh, but again... All of that can be streamed online anytime through our streaming site or on YouTube. Uh, Sam Temple uh, and Emma Conway are mm-hmm. both with us from Northfield Public Broadcasting. What else do we need to know about NPB and what you've been up to and what we can look forward to seeing uh, in the yeah. coming month? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're gearing up for Hispanic Heritage Celebration in September and October. So we'll be having some videos uh, promoting uh, not just the event itself, but ways that folks can get involved, folks that how folks can be part of the celebration. So look for that coming up soon. Uh, Like I said, later this week, we'll be releasing the Employee Excellence Award winner from this year's State of the City, uh, highlighting Steve Noreen, who's done some uh, incredible work with the city over the years. Um, And uh, one thing, again, a big project that I I just want to highlight again that was released this month was the, uh, the video explaining Rice County's response to the opioid crisis. And that involves uh, community partners from across the county. So we spoke with uh, not just law enforcement from across Rice County, but health professionals, nonprofit supporters, uh, people that are essential in addressing uh, not just the crisis as a crisis in itself, but the human beings who are suffering as a result. Um, Because there really is an incredible network that's been put together in Rice County that is multifaceted and interdisciplinary it's it's really a fascinating program and i understand that it's uh, kind of the model for a lot of more rural communities like rice county and how they address the challenges you know that has been a uh I want to say a success story. I don't know if you can call it a success mm-hmm. story at this point, but we've talked to probably all those people, but mm-hmm. uh, all different times, seeing them all at one time yeah. and how the uh, different agencies interplay and yeah. and and how they're working together. Uh, that's that's going to be a good video. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but I yeah. absolutely want to. Yeah, and even just having all those folks in the NPB studio space that we have. I mean, even personally, that was incredibly moving to hear from people from the Rice County government mm-hmm. and. and and all those people who have, you know, initially volunteered their time and now ideally can work mm-hmm. in a professional capacity to make all of that happen. Uh, absolutely, absolutely moving. It's about 23 minutes long. I think it's absolutely worth the watch just to understand our community better and how our how our broader Rice County community can really address these challenges. All right. I'm glad you have a studio. Is it? It's probably one of those big palatial studios. Oh, with absolutely. The... No, I think it's I think it's a little smaller than the room we're in right now. Uh, even so... Emma got a kick out of yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Emma, lastly, what, uh, what's up for you for the rest of the summer? You probably only have a couple more weeks. Or... Yeah, yeah. So next, next Thursday will be my last day with the city of Northfield, mm-hmm. and then I'll um, head back to UW-Madison and start classes here pretty soon and all of that jazz but um you know I'm not sure what future summers necessarily Mm -hmm. hold for me but I do know that I'm so thankful for this learning experience that I've gotten to have with the city of Northfield and 
I thank the city for this opportunity and the community for being so kind and receptive. And I'm sure I'm going to take the skills I've learned here and apply them throughout the rest of my journalism journey. All right. Well, Emma, we wish you the best of luck. Thank Thank you you. so much for coming in and talking with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Sam, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in. Always a pleasure. I'll see you next month. I have a feeling the first week of September will be very busy for Northfield. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt about it. Always yes. All right. Thanks for joining us. Once again, Sam Temple, the Executive Director of Northfield Public Broadcasting, along with uh, intern Emma Conway from uh, Northfield, actually from Cannon Falls and Northfield. We've got, uh, we're going to take a uh, quick break. Rich is going to come back one more time uh, with a look at the local news headlines and we'll have a, a quick version of state news next. The Northfield Liquor Store, located in the heart of downtown Northfield, has been a staple of this community for over 70 years. The Northfield Muni's profits directly support our community. What does this mean? Well, did you know that over the years they've contributed to pay for basic city services? This includes everything from police to fire, streets, parks, recreation, and the library. So when you shop at the Northfield Muni, you support the home team. The Muni is open Monday through Thursday, 10 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 10 to 10, and Sunday from 11 to 6. Minnesota News Network. I'm Brent Palm. Food shelf use this summer in Minnesota mirrors what we saw at the height of the COVID pandemic. Second Harvest Heartland CEO Allison O'Toole says it is impacting every corner of our community, including the food that we can source and provide to the community, either through Second Harvest Heartland and the other food banks or at food shelves. And so we're all feeling that pinch. O'Toole says sky high inflation and record food and gas prices are driving up the need across the state. The woman who was with Dante Wright when he was fatally shot by ex-Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Potter is filing a lawsuit. Elaine Albrecht Payton is seeking $150,000 in damages from the city of Brooklyn Center and Potter. Albrecht Payton claims she was injured in the April 2021 traffic stop and still suffers from PTSD. And Gio Urshela hit a 